It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Will the Dallas Cowboys take care of business in Week 18 and wrap up the NFC East? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked On. Locked, Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That is linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Lana McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBZB. Uh, Lana, we, uh, we've got a busy show for yeah. you guys today. Um, this is the moment we've been waiting for all season, right? Win one more game and you are the NFC East champions. Uh, we're going to save our predictions for the end of the show, but how sweet would it be to tell the other locked on host <laughs> of the NFC East that the Cowboys have won the division? Well, I mean, I, I think we all, if anyone has saw it, I've been saving that screen grab of, uh, of the, uh, of the cry on what said, who will win the NFC East. And, uh, uh I think it was Gino, right? I, I was uh, yeah. yawn, giving me the yawn, uh, while I was trying to make my case. So. You just uh, wait to see the sick edit that I have that I'm going to be dropping on oh, Monday. I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's retribution. It's uh, it's uh, just a feel good, you know, story for Cowboys fans after having just been doubted so severely. Especially, you know, look, not for nothing. Dak Prescott probably probably won't win the MVP. I mean, I, I think that that's probably not. It's, no. He's probably, he's probably, he's definitely your strong second candidate, but he's probably not going to win for him to be like in the conversation and, you know, practically the front runner for a good portion of the season. Uh, that's really kind of the, the biggest sweetener for all of this. After all the, all the crap he took last season for the interceptions for, you know, and all the off season uh, stuff that we had to hear like for for Dax himself to have such a season and the Cowboys to have such, such success it's pretty sweet yeah it'd be awesome so if the Cowboys want to win this game on Sunday against the commanders they're going to need their offense to start out fast and that's the key to me you when you're in these games and you're a 13 point favorite on the road the key is to start hot right you don't want Washington to hang around and all of a sudden get some some belief that they can win yeah. this game it's all about getting off to a hot start. And then if you get up by a certain amount, maybe you can start resting guys as you get ready for the playoffs. But do you believe the Cowboys will get off to this hot start? Or do you think we'll see some sloppy play in the first half here? You know, I, I tend to think that they will try to do that. I think they will try to start off hot because I, you know, I think this is kind of part of the process of still trying to figure out how to win some of these road games a little bit better. Right. I, you know, I think the, the deferring to the second half, 
and and you know trying to get the double dip that's that's something that that the cowboys should probably save for their home games right i, I just think that that it's the struggles that the cowboys have had playing uh hot early um uh, especially against uh, very good teams uh, I think that's been the biggest one of the biggest issues that the Cowboys have had on the road. So uh, I don't know that that's going to be a problem for the Cowboys this week against Washington, but I do think that it's important to uh, get some work in on practice on on trying that on getting yeah. uh, trying to yeah. start out hot early and get going early in order to kind of grab control of the game. Uh, so I do anticipate, you know, just based on what we saw last week against Miami, um, you know, and some of the 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 you know, the, the, the fast start stuff there. And then also just on top of that, just being a little bit more aggressive in areas where uh, that they were, had been a little bit more conservative, like, like, you know, if they get backed up inside their own 10 and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. we, we had seen them with Buffalo kind of, you know, go into their shell and it really, they really paid the price for it. And then when they were aggressive, when they were like, they were against Miami, they were able to pick up first downs and, and, and kind of move the ball. So those two things, like you mentioned, the, the fast start, and then just kind of, not going into their shell when they're in toughs, uh, you know, kind of down at distances. Yeah. I think those are two things that I'm, I'm going to be looking for this Sunday to see if, what they do. Uh, two things that I wanted to point out the weather, it seems like we're supposed to get a big snowstorm starting tonight here on the East Coast. It does seem like it's going to potentially taper off by the time we get to Sunday afternoon. It's going to be colder. Like I think you're going to be in like in the 40s. So yeah. it's going to be like that Buffalo game that the Cowboys played a few weeks ago, except for it doesn't seem like it's going to be that rainy and maybe all that windy. So notable, but I don't think it's game changing or game altering. What is game altering Landon are the injuries on the (laughs) commander side of the ball. Um, I'm going to try to run through them the best I can. So I'm going to not try, I'm going to try not to spit take when I hear this list as I'm drinking. So their best defender all year has been Kendall Fuller. He plays in the slot. He's played over a thousand snaps. He's already been ruled out for this game. So no Kendall Fuller. Uh, That's a big one. There are other cornerbacks, including Christian Holmes and Tariq Castro-Fields. They haven't played a ton, but they were like their depth guys. Both of them have been ruled out for this game as well. Their safety situation. Uh, Derek Forrest and Percy Butler, both guys that have played a ton this year. They were put on the injured reserve list over the last couple weeks. Cameron Curl, their safety, their starting safety. He has a quad injury. It seems like he's pretty unlikely to play. So that's their top three safeties right there. Right. <laughs> yeah, their linebacker, Jamin Davis, is on the injured reserve list. Okay. Uh, edge rushers, we know about the edge rushers. They traded away Montez Sweat. They traded away Chase Young. Effie Obata is on the injured reserve list. Their number one defensive end, Casey Tuhill, has had he has a shoulder injury. He seems like it's doubtful that he's going to play in this game. Defensive tackles, uh, Jonathan <laughs> Allen, already been ruled out of this game. Uh Curtis Brooks, another guy they had already on the injured reserve list. Like, I mean, they're just decimated on defense. They could be without six to seven starters. All right. This is a fun game for all the everydayers. All those names that uh, Marcus just mentioned, about seven of them he made up. So you have to figure out which ones he made up, and then you write into the show and let no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a desperate situation. Look, yeah. it's a week 18 game, right? It's the end of the season. It's half of these games are going to be filled with, players that haven't played very much in the season, backup quarterbacks, yeah. and, and for a variety of reasons, right? Like because teams are in the playoffs, they want to rest well, their starters, or because they don't want to get guys injured, right? So I, I was talking to David Harrison uh, from Lockdown Commanders just today. 
they are such in a bad spot at cornerback right now that they're actually having their second round safety, Jatavius Martin, who's never played slot corner before. He's going to be playing in the slot this week. Like that's just how bad they are in ter- or bad of shape they are in, in terms of injuries right now. A rookie safeties never played slot corner before is going to be going against CeeDee Lamb. So just kind of keep that in mind for any gambling things that you may want to <laughs> you may want to invest well, in. <laughs> but one I, more, I yeah, one more ahead. thing really quickly. Yeah. PFF grades are not the end all be all, but assuming that Cameron Curl, their safety, is not playing this week, their highest graded projected starter, highest graded projected starter is a 62.8, Benjamin St. Juiced. (laughs) And I think we're fully aware of Benjamin St. Juiced, too. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's week 18 makes for strange bedfellows, makes for strange games, it makes for, you know, strange alliances and, and strange motivations. Yeah. Uh, and the Cowboys are kind of in a weird situation where they need this win to kind of secure. Well, they definitely need this win to secure the the number two seed and Washington kind of needs a loss to secure that second overall pick. And so, uh, you know, I don't, I don't and, and, and just because of what's going on with the Washington coaching staff and yeah. everything there, I don't anticipate them just rolling over. So don't, don't think that. That's no, they're not. Happen. They're going to have a bunch of young guys that are playing for jobs and future yeah. stuff. So no, they're not going to roll over. No. It's just that the talent, they're, they're going to be giving full effort. It's just that yes. the talent out there is just yes. not going to be, it's going to be a huge mismatch. So the Cowboys cannot like go in there and play with mismatched energy. No. You know, that's, that's going to be a problem. Like if you do that, you're, you're, you could get into a situation where you could lose, you could get to a situation where you get hurt. You know, right. that's even worse. I mean, yes. frankly, the Cowboys could survive losing this and, you know, they could still have the Vikings beat the lions and still be the third seed as uh, you know, there's still positive paths, even if the Cowboys lose. Right. But if, there's a variety of injuries because guys weren't taking this game seriously. That's, that's, that's a bigger issue. That's a bigger yeah. issue, especially on this field. So, uh, yeah, the Cowboys need to make sure they're matching the energy of these guys. Again, you know, there's there's a huge talent disparity yes. here. So just play up to their energy play your level. game. Play your game, and and you should win this game pretty handedly. And you know, Dak should be on the sideline in the fourth quarter wearing an NFC East champions hat. You know, throughout the fourth funny. quarter. So. Uh, as much as the, the Cowboys offense should dominate this game, I really think it's going to be up to the defense to yeah. set the tone early in this one. Let's talk about that unit next. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move that I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team that you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy is easy when you have this many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn knows that a lot of businesses right now are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or the resources to hire, but thankfully with LinkedIn, that process is so quick and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That is linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We wanted to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Lynn, I want to talk about the Cowboys defense because Mm -hmm. to me, they're the key in this game. If they come out in this game and set the tempo and they have multiple three and outs and they just don't let Washington have any positive momentum, I think they can win. But if they let Washington run the ball, complete some big passes down the field, draw penalties, that's where this thing can get a little hairy. Well, look, I mean, you know, I think there's been a lot of talk about how Washington is, you know, one of the worst teams in football and they're up for the second round pick. And and those things may be true. But I, I do think that one area where Washington has been pretty adept throughout the season is on offense. You know, they, they've been able to at least move the ball on everyone i mean i I think that you know sam howell if i'm not mistaken you know is still probably in the top five or passing yards oh yeah yeah yeah, i mean he's got to be right even though he's missed a couple of games because he got benched which is how rare is it that you say that a guy that's in the top five of passing yards i mean not the passing yards is by any stretch the end all be all of of stats but still like it's a volume stat it means that you've certainly played enough and you've produced at some level and the, the fact that he's you know got benched shows you just kind of the other side of that coin. He, he's the guy that throws for a lot of yards, but he gets sacked a lot. He fumbles the yeah. ball. He like, turns the ball over a lot. They don't score a ton of points, despite the fact that they move the ball well. Uh, but listen, I mean, look at the roster on that side. You know, it's easy to kind of look at the talent. We just talked about on the other side of the ball, like the talent disparity between, between that side of the ball. That's not the case necessarily on the other side, right? On offense, they have some talent. They have scary Terry and 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 the pair of running backs that can really Robinson and mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, Gibson that Gibson. can really yep. get, can really do some damage. Um, their offensive line's a little beat up, and we talked about that. And that's something that you can certainly take advantage. But as far as skill set goes, they they've got guys who who can beat you in the air and on the ground. So. Obviously, the the problem, a big problem here, is is going to be quarterback and 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 the way that he plays and what he does. And I think he is a guy that is likely to take a whole bunch of sacks uh, against the Cowboys. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they you know won't move the ball. So the no, Cowboys he's going to stand in the po- pocket. He'll throw the ball down the field even when there's guys all yeah. around him. And we saw that in the first meeting, like the Cowboys were getting pressure. He would just stand in there and deliver some strikes down the field. I, that's what makes you the most nervous. And all you need is a couple of you know deep throws to Terry or or mm-hmm. a, a, a short pass to Samuel and let him slip loose and, and break through the secondary to get a touchdown. And suddenly this game is a lot closer than it should be. Now, I, I think that if the Cowboys are able to you know score early and then get uh, get off the field quickly with their defense, we talked about being able to control this game and, and kind of dictate the terms, and that's 
you know, once it gets in that kind of situation, Washington is just really, really ill-equipped to play, to try to fight against the tide of the Cowboys, you know, inevitability. So they're going to do what they can to try to keep, keep this a close game as long as they can. But if the Cowboys can find a way to at least get, you know, a multiple score game going, it's going to get a lot more difficult for this offense to be able to produce because look, they want to throw the ball anyways. I mean, they like, they're not, even if, even knowing that running the ball may be a better play for them, uh, they're going to want to throw the ball just because that's in their DNA. And I, I, you know, I think that starts with their play caller. So uh, I, I, I think that the Cowboys have got to find a way to turn hurries into sacks, turn sacks into fumbles, Yep. Turn you know uh, fumbles turn turn hurries into interceptions. Uh, get the ball back for your offense so that you can double dip on in that way, score points and 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 add up add up to your score in that way. And then you're gonna start having Washington play a brand of football that there's you know yep. that at the very least is gonna get their quarterback very hurt. You yep. know, and it's, it, that's gonna be tough to play. I would just like to see a stretch in this game where the Cowboys go like three straight possessions where Washington doesn't score the ball or doesn't move the ball really. And if you could have one of those stretches, like especially in the first half, you probably win this game. If you can create some turnovers, that'll really swing this game. But yeah. what makes me the most nervous is I really like Brian Robinson. I, and I Even with the injuries they've had on the offensive line, they've actually been really successful when they've been able to run the ball. The problem is, Lynn, they just get behind in these games and then they, they they can't stick with the run. So this is where we talk about complementary football. If the Cowboys can play well on offense early in the game, get them out of that kind of neutral offensive you know, philosophy, then I, I the Cowboys should be able to get after yeah. the, the commanders. I, I just want to update the offensive line really quickly. Um, their starting left tackle, Charles Leno, who played really well against the Cowboys in he the did, first actually. game. Yeah. Um, he's on the injured reserve list. He's not playing. Cornelius, Cornelius Lucas is their starting left tackle this week. Andrew Wiley, their big ticket right tackle free agent. He he got hurt two weeks ago, didn't play last week. He didn't practice much this week at all. He's dealing with an elbow injury. injury. We'll see if he can play. And then they're without their starting center, Tyler Lawson. So there's a good chance that they could be without three of their starting five offensive linemen. This is where your dominant defensive line needs to show up. Micah Parsons, the Marcus Lawrence, Oso Digizua dominate this game, get out of there with a win and they'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, like we said, the skill players are where they have talent, right? On offense. They, the, the Robinson is a guy that you don't want to start get going because that's going to make for, even if the, even if the, the, the commanders don't win, you just don't want to have to have your defense deal with a game where they have to grind it out on Brian Robinson, you know, cause it's just going to be a physical game. You're going to get beat up. Uh, you want to win this game quickly and early and then get out clean. So uh, Brian Robinson is going to be the guy that's going to prevent that. So don't let him get the ball and prevent him from getting the ball by getting out ahead and forcing yep. him to throw the football. So, but yeah, I think that th- I think you you nailed it. The, the 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 offensive line is where this Cowboys defense needs to attack this yep. offense. They, that's where they're going to be, you know, and that's why they'll probably will try to run the ball a little bit, probably. right? It's because that's where they're going to feel the most comfortable uh, with backup offensive line is trying to push on folks as opposed to being reactive. So yep. force their hand, make them throw the football. Make them throw the football, and then you can get your NASCAR package out on the field with all your small guys, right? You know, Micah Parsons, Dante Fowler, Sam Williams, Mozzie Smith. Like that's how you get after the quarterback. Yeah, 
Exactly. I slipped Mozzie Smith in there. It's fine. <laughs> hey, he is guy. I, I totally believed it because Mozzie Smith is an incredible pass rusher. <laughs> At 290 pounds. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's let's make our predictions uh, for Week 18, and if the Cowboys will win the NFC East, we will do that next. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right. Maybe you finally organized one part of your house or your apartment, and now you want to tackle another. Or maybe you started taking your supplements every morning, and now you actually want to eat a healthy breakfast too. Therapy helps you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that will actually stick. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's done entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for any reason at no additional charge. Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. Every day is on Monday. Landon and I are going to break down this Cowboys-Commanders game. We'll either be celebrating as the NFC East champions or we'll be getting ready Talk about a road playoff game against the Buccaneers. So make sure you tune in for that. But Landon, let's make our prediction for the final regular season game of the year. Who do you got? You know, this is, again, like this feels like normally uh, a game in which I would have I would have nerves. Right. Like uh, because it's just it's the last game of the season. Washington's bad things have happened here before. Um, and, and, and with this kind of situation. I just kind of feel like this team's a little different. I don't know. I mean, I know that we we said that last time I said that was when I thought they were going to beat Miami, but I also think that they came out and showed you something against Miami that they didn't show you the week before. And I do think that this is a very good team and and they have it all in front of them. And there's, you know, much like Miami and Buffalo, there's just too strong a disparity between the, uh, motivations, right? Like the, the and frankly, the the Washington team basically has negative motivation to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, the coaching staff doesn't feel that way. I mean, I think this we we may be watching, uh, uh, depending on the outcome. Frankly, not not depending on the outcome, we may be watching the last of that Washington uh, coaching staff's uh, yeah. last game. But I, I I tend to I'm picking the Cowboys. I mean, I I just think that there's too much working in their favor. They're just there's too much talent disparity there. I, I, you know, part of me has like a, an inkling of a concern just because of all the things I mentioned before. But to be honest, like there's too much going for the Cowboys here. They have it all in front of them. And there's just, there's so much more on the line with this game than 
the previous four games well, that they played, really? Not only that, I would I know a lot of people are comparing this to the game they played last year in Washington that yeah. Dallas lost. It's a little it's different though. Because well, yeah, I mean Dallas problem. last year Dallas needed to win, and I think Washington or sorry, the the Eagles needed to lose. So it's kind of the reverse situation. And yeah. you saw that like the Cowboys played like we don't want to show anything, we don't want to get hurt, let's play a very vanilla game plan. It's just different. It's totally different. Which I mean, honestly, I feel like that's what's going to happen to Philly this week, right? Yeah, like, that won't be surprising. They no. they're going to be sitting their starters and they're playing on the road in New York. Like it, it's it, easy that, to do. Like when you yeah. know you need help and it's pretty unlikely that you're going to get it, it's easy to kind of just be like, okay, let's just get through this game and worry about our road playoff game. Yeah, and that's the difference right here, right? Is that the Cowboys need this win? If they get it, they get what they've been working for for a long time, you know. Um, so I'm picking the Cowboys. I kind of think it's going to be, I kind of think it's going to be a hats and, and t-shirts fourth quarter. So I, I don't even know what the line is off the top of my head, but 13 and a half on FanDuel. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win. Let's say 35, 24. Mm, okay. I, I get the feeling that this is going to be a weird paced fast uh, first half where it's like, 13 to seven going into halftime and maybe Dallas is even down, but I do think by the time we get to the third and fourth quarter and it's like, as players realize like, Hey, we've got to win this game or Hey, if we can just score the touchdown to put this game away, you'll really see the sense of urgency pick up for the Cowboys. I think the energy level for Washington is going to be really good to start the game and then wane as we get closer to the end. So I'm picking the Cowboys. I'm going to go 23 to 17. That's a good score. I, I I think both of us predicting NFC East champions, and uh, it's uh, I can't believe we're, <laughs> you know, look. Can we just take a second to say this is our last prediction of the regular season of twenty twenty three? That's that's crazy that the season has gone by yeah. as quickly as it has. So, and I just saw the the odds from like three weeks ago where like the Eagles were like ninety percent are likely to win the NFC East, and the Cowboys were at ten percent. Uh, pretty crazy how fast things have changed in the NFC East. Plus, we we should have known this. Like, we just never have a repeat NFC East champion. We should have known. I I, I mean, honestly, I I said that in the in that podcast that we were referring to the NFC East preview is that I don't know how you could predict a back to back winner. Even though I'm sure I will predict a back to back winner if the Cowboys win this time next year. So uh, I, I yeah, it's just it's a tough thing to do and and. Um, yeah, it's a lot of retribution and a lot of feel good. And I, I just wanted last thing before we go is mm -hmm. I, I think it's important that we as Callaways fans and as NFL fans just remember this. Remember that like even when it feels hopeless at times, like if you just keep keep your head up and keep winning and just keep believing, sometimes this stuff turns around. The ball bounces yeah. weird and, and things happen. So uh, well, glad it glad it bounced our way this time. Finally. The, the Eagles were ten and one to start the season. They had literally every single bounce go their way. That's right that ball bounces in funny ways, right? So three games, four games later, you know, all of a sudden it doesn't bounce their way and they're losing all these close games. The NFL is one strange lady. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every single day. Go check out our channel on YouTube. We post videos every single day over there. Go check out the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. We are free and available on all platforms. Follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game on Sunday, and we will see you right back here on Monday to break it all down.
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.